0: The solemn, rhythmic intonation of the shipping forecast is as familiar to us as the sound of Big Ben chiming the hour. Since its first broadcast in the 1920s, it has inspired poems and songs, in addition to its intended objective of warning generations of seafarers of impending storms and gales. Sitting at home listening to the shipping forecast can be a cosily reassuring experience. There's no danger of a westerly Gale 8 backing southwesterly, increasing severe Gale 9 later, visibility poor, gusting through your average suburban living room, blowing the Sunday papers all over the place and traumatising the cat. The chances of squally showers, moderate or good, becoming poor later, drenching your new sofa and reducing the unbroken two-year run of Hello! magazines under the coffee table to a papery pulp are frankly slim unless there's a serious problem with your radiators. There's definitely something comforting about the fact that although some salty old sea dog in a drafty wheelhouse somewhere will be buttoning his sou'wester even tighter at the news there are warnings of gales in Rockall, Malin, and Bailey, you can turn up the central heating and see if there's a nice film on the telly. The cruel sea, perhaps. Oddly comforting, though the shipping forecast is, To most of us, it is totally meaningless. A jumble of words, phrases and numbers which could be thrown into the air, picked off the floor and read out at random, and most of us wouldn't be any the wiser. It has, however, accompanied most of our lives from childhood, a constant, unchanging cultural reference point that goes back further than Coronation Street, the Ovaltinis and even the Rolling Stones. No one, not even the most committed mariner, listens to all four broadcasts every day. In fact, very few of us make a point of listening to the shipping forecast. But it's always there, always has been, always will be, lodged inexplicably in our subconscious. Stop anyone in the street and ask them to name as many of the sea areas as possible, and the chances are they'll get through about half a dozen before even pausing for breath. I guarantee Dogger and Fisher will be two of them as well. Ask them how they know these things and you're likely to receive in response a gaze into the middle distance, a slight furrow of the brow and a, well, um, I don't know really. For me as a small boy, when the shipping forecast came on the kitchen radio just before six o'clock in the evening, it meant that my tea was nearly ready. It didn't mean any more than that just a hotchpotch of incomprehensible words that acted as a Pavlovian bell to my taste buds. In fact, it's only recently that the words forties, cromity and forth have stopped causing me to salivate slightly and think of Findus crispy pancakes. If anything, the sound of the shipping forecast made me think of being safe at home. It also necessitated at least one visit to Greenwich Hospital when the familiar words prompted an uncontrolled hunger-inspired scamper of stockinged feet across polished kitchen lino that was interrupted at full tilt by an unfortunately placed domestic appliance. Stitches were required. Come to think of it, I could probably blame the shipping forecast for the scar on my forehead that scuppered an otherwise inevitable modelling career. Childhood visits to casualty aside, for me the shipping forecast retains a soothing, homely aspect to it, which is strange when you think that its contents are anything but soothing and homely. But, as I grew up and began to sprout hair in places I'd never considered before, and began to live in places I'd never considered before, catching the shipping forecast on the radio would always be a comforting experience. The forecast itself might be telling me otherwise, but hearing it meant that everything was all right. No matter how bad things got, no matter how dubious any career or romantic issues became, not to mention global events, the knowledge that the shipping forecast was still going out four times a day, regular as clockwork, meant that everything would be fine. Not perhaps for the good people of Hebrides when they heard Severe Gale 9 was heading their way in the next few hours – but the great scheme of things was generally all right. Oh, and my fish fingers were nearly ready.